Hello, thank you for joining the Camden First Assembly broadcast. We are so excited to share the Word of God with you today, believing that this Word is exactly what He has for your life. So, stay tuned for today's message, and as always, remember, there's a place for you at Camden First Assembly. How can they tell you how to go through it, amen? (laughs) Well, on tonight, um, my message is entitled, Pressing Through the Process. And how many of y'all have um, just through the last messages that pastor has ministered and that has been coming forth, how many of y'all have heard him mention anything about process? How you dislike processes, but in everything in life, there are what? Processes. Amen. (laughs) So pressing through the process is, is something that a lot of us would love to know about, right? How do we get through it? You know, we we come to it or God brings us to a place to where, you know, it's like, God, you want me to, I know you want me to go. I know you want me to do this. Or God, you, you, I know you've called me to this, but how do you want me to do it? Or how do I press through it? Or if you're trying to go through a healing or if you're trying to go through a tough season in your life, how do you get through that? You know, a lot of times people will say, well, I'm praying for you. You know, but they don't know when you go home the difficulties that you might be encountering, the times that you're crying out to God or, or the tears, you know, that he has seen and that he has captured. You know, the times that you felt like you had no one to talk to, even though you, you probably did, you may have not just wanted to go to him at the moment. But those secret times, you know, how do you get through those tough times when no one is around? And, and that's kind of what I'm going to speak about tonight is pressing through the process. And when I was trying to prepare this message, it was like, God, you know, there are so many great examples in the Bible on, you know, people that go through different things or have went through the struggles or, you know. So, God, who, who do you want me to, you know, speak about in particular? But he never gave me one particular person. You know, he, you know, I read, I I prepped by reading, you know, some of Job's story and everything that he went through. And of course, you you know the story of Job because I see all seasoned people in here, amen. (laughs) But, um, you know, how he he lost basically all of his children and, you know, he lost all of his property and he he even was touched with um, boils all over his body from head to toe. And, you know, somebody that has lost everything, He never, ever gave up on God. He never, ever cursed God. He never told God that it was his fault. He never blamed God for anything. He stood on God's promises, and he walked it out. He pressed through. Amen? Now, then I thought about how Sarah, you know, how she went so long being barren. And, you know, how how that may, may have felt. You know, going through the different um, times where (laughs) you see everyone else having a baby, you know, and it's like, God, what about me? Am I forgotten? You know, God, have you forgotten about me? You know, God, you said that we would have one. We would inherit it. But God, where is it? But even though she doubted and God had to close her mouth, it still happened because God is He's a God that doesn't lie, amen. He's not a man that he'll lie. And so he always, his promises are yes and amen. And guess what? They pressed through the process, amen. 
Another example is Daniel. When he was praying, when, um, you know, their village was under attack, and he was praying for God to come and intervene, and, you know, um, he was just praying, and, you know, that's what led to him going through that the 21-day fast and everything because he was needing God to come and to help him. He was saying, God, come. We need your help. We need you to intervene in, in this situation, you know, and it took 21 days. That is why he fasted. God, he put it on his heart from the fast. But let me take you to Daniel 10 and 12. And it says, Then he said unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set things heart, put these things on your heart, and to chastise thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I have come for your words. Amen. So when as soon as Daniel had prayed about it, his prayer was actually answered. Did y'all hear me? Soon as he prayed about it, his prayer was actually answered. But he didn't know that. It was a process that he had to walk through. Amen? We don't know a lot of times why, you know, things, our answers are not brought to us immediately. Or why we have to walk things out. Or why we have to go through things. But a lot of times, the prayer is already being answered. We just have to walk through the process. Amen? So, again, if y'all are taking notes, the title of this message is Pressing Through the Process. And um, I just want to define press is to move or to cause to move into a position of contact with something by exerting continuous physical force. Amen? That is the root word. But when you look at pressing, it's requiring quick or immediate action or attention. So that means when you're going through something, you need to press through. That means you need to take immediate action. You don't need to wait and let the devil just eat your lunch. A lot of times what we do is we, we start going through things and then we start feeling sorry for ourselves or we start feeling bad for ourselves. And it's like, God, you know, why am I going through this? You know, God, what is going on? You know, why, why me? Why, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to go through this? You know, and a lot of times <laughs> he's telling you, you need to press through the process. Amen. Um, I'm going to give you three ways of how to press through the process. Um, the first thing is to take your frustrations to God. And like if you just heard me, <laughs> a lot of times when I am going through something, I am going to ask God why. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of times I'm going to be like, God, why? Why? You know, what is it something that I did? You know, is it something that I need to correct? Is it an area that you're trying to lead me to that I need to, you know, um, to develop in more, you know? Um, God, is it something, that there's an open door somewhere? You know, God, what is it in my life? But, hey, how many of y'all know it is okay to ask God why? There is no sin in asking God why. There is no sin in bringing your frustrations to God. Matter of fact, he tells us to do that. His word says to cast all of our cares, all of our anxieties upon him because he cares for us. And so if he tells us to cast all of our cares upon him, 
because he cares for us, then that is exactly what we need to do. Instead of trying to hold things in on ourselves and trying and doing it ourselves, we need to just be able to give it to God. And I know a lot of y'all are thinking, yes, it is so easy to just say that because it's easier said than done. But that's another thing that we have to do to press through the process. Even casting our cares on God is a process. Do y'all hear me? Even that is a process. It takes faith to do it sometimes because a lot of times we just, we're so used to trying to take over and do everything on our own. We're so used to try to just, you know, God, let me do this, and then you come and help me with it. A lot of times that's how our approach is, but we need to give it to God first. A lot of times we'll sit and we'll, com- we'll complain about what we're going through. We may talk to our our spouses or, you know, about having a hard day or we might speak to our parents or our children, <laughs> you know, and just venting. But a lot of times, instead of doing that, we need to go to God first. You know, when something hits us exactly at the right that moment, a lot of times you're not going to think to call somebody. You're not going to think, you know, you're just going to be like, God, you know, this really just happened? Did this really just happen? But I mean, at that moment, that is the perfect time to give it to God. When you get upset at that moment, that is the perfect time to give it to God. Instead of complaining, instead of harboring hurt or harboring these things, cast your cares upon God. And like I said, it's a process. It's something you have to continuously do in order to learn how to do it effectively. Are y'all hearing me? When you learn, when you continue to do something, a process, when you're working something out, when you continuously do it, you get used to doing it that exact way. How many of y'all know um, to form a habit, any habit or to break a habit, it takes 21 days to break any habit? So what do you have to do to break a habit? You have to continuously, continuously, continuously do it or not do it. (laughs) Stay away from it. If you're working out and you start lifting weights, your muscles are going to be sore, but you're going to continue to do it. It's a process. You're going to continue to do it. You're going to be sore. You're not going to want to do it. You're not going to want to get up, especially if you're getting up early in the morning to work out. You're not going to want to. It's going to be a lot of days you're not going to want to do it, but you have to press through to get to the results that you're wanting. Do y'all hear me? You have to press through to get the results that you're wanting. So when you're pressing through your process, what is it that you're wanting? What is the desired end? What is the promise that God has given you that you're standing on? So what are you going to press through? Is it worth it? To me, a lot of things that we're working towards, anything you have to work towards or work hard for is usually worth it. Amen? If you're working um, to go through school, to go through college, to get those degrees, is usually for the goal to have a good job or a good career. But it's worth it because, you know, later on you'll be financially stable. You know, if, if you're working out again, I use that. If you're trying to get in shape, you're trying to be, you know, the goal could be a healthier lifestyle. But it's a process that you're going to have to push through to work out every day to be healthier or to eat better, to be healthier. But everything is a process. Amen. So, again, number one, take your frustrations to God. 
everything. Tell him how you really feel. Talk to God as a friend. Talk to God as a father because he is all of those things. We can tell God absolutely everything. He already knows. And so it's like, God, you're my best friend. God, you're my father, so you're going to lead me to the fatherly guidance as well as be that friend that I can lean on. And so you continuously just give it to him. Take your frustrations, absolutely everything. And uh, you can find cast your cares upon God in First Peter 5 and 7. Amen. Um, just for scripture references. And after you've cast all your cares upon God, after you've taken all your frustrations to God, and, you know, everything that you've done, even if it's, it is unbelief, you know, a lot of people, you know, can't believe some of um, God's word. And I've just encountered, like, some friends and, and things that I've come across. A lot of times they, they may be struggling with something that is so real to them that it's so hard for them to believe that God can even fix it. You know, but that is a process that I have to tell them. You have to press through that because God can do anything. Amen. All things are possible with God, and he can take over it, and he can do it. And if it's unbelief, even, even that you can say, God, help my unbelief. Just like the father um, in the Bible whose son was possessed by demonic spirits. And when Jesus came, he was throwing himself back and forth when Jesus came. And, and Jesus had asked him, he asked the father, well, how long has your son been like this? And he said, since birth. Do you, anybody know the story that I'm talking about? Okay. And during that time, you know, Jesus told the, that father, well, you have to believe that it can be done. And that father told Jesus, I do believe, but Lord, help my unbelief. That is exact words he said, and you, I'm going to bring y'all to that. <laughs> um. I think it's Philippians 4, 6 through 7 is what it is. But um, the father prayed that God help my unbelief. So even if you don't believe parts of God's word, like if you've been walking through, a, and I say that a long situation, such as health, you know, such as healing, if you if you start to waver in your faith or you know, it's been so long that you've been walking it out. That does not mean that God's promises do not still hold true. Because his word is yes and amen. His promises are yes and amen. And so you have to continuously walk it out, even if you feel like it's been so long. Even if you feel like this season of your life is so long, you still have, you know, press through. Amen? You have to press through that process. Again, pressing means requiring quick and immediate action or attention. And so these things, you know, as soon as you start going through things, you have to begin to press. Not when you've already, you know, got into it and you're starting to kind of, you know, <laughs> get weary and well-doing. <laughs> but you have to continue to press through. Amen? Um, point number two, just take your time and listen to God. Listen to his word. Listen to him in your prayer time. Listen to him when you're reading your word. Listen to the leading and the unction of the Holy Spirit. Take your time to listen and then respond accordingly. Amen? A lot of times we just want to act. 
we'll pray, we'll, you know, pour out our whole heart to God. God, this is everything. This is what I'm going through. God, take over, take control, and then we, we're done. We, we leave it there. You know, they say, cast your care. So God, I casted them. <laughs> I gave them to you. But we don't take time to stop and listen. Listen to what God is telling us about that situation. Listen to what God is leading us to, how he wants us to walk through it. A lot of times, like I said, we just want to take control. We just want to do it ourselves. But we need to stop and take time to listen. A lot of times we need to even analyze it, whether it's a problem or a predicament. Problems we can usually fix ourselves. God gives us the means. He gives us, you know, everything to deal with a problem. But a predicament is something that we actually have to walk through. That's something that we can't control. It's completely out of our control. And so a lot of times when you pause and you stop and you think, you know, and you're praying and you're asking God, well, God, how, how do I need to go through this? You know, God, order my steps through this. Is it a problem, God? Is it a predicament, God? Is this something that you want me to handle or is this something that I need you to handle? You know, a lot of times we need to ask ourselves those questions, you know, and stop just trying to take over. Amen. And during that time, you know, of asking God and praying and trusting in him and, and waiting and listening, you know, that renews our trust in him because he's showing us how to walk through things. Amen. He's, he's given us the exact things on what to do. And then the third thing is we have to take a moment to praise and just worship God. For what he has already done. You have to know that it's already done. Amen? You have to know that it is already done. Amen? I said you have to know. <laughs> you have to know that you know that it's already done because God has already given us the victory. He has already overcome the world. So if he's overcome the world, what more does he even need to do? Amen? He's already done everything. And so we have to praise him for what he's already done in our lives. If it is healing, thank him already for the healing. If it is, if it is um, you know, financial deliverance, thank him for it. That is already done for his provision. You have to thank him. You have to praise him. And you have to walk in confidence. You have to, and, and a lot of times when you begin to walk in confidence, I feel like a lot of that has to do with knowing who you are in God and knowing God's promises. A lot of times when you know his promises, then you can be confident. If you know who you are, then you're going to walk with confidence. You're going to come out and you're going to be able to know that you can do something. Amen? How many of y'all know that if you have um, a trade or something, an area in your life that you're really good at, really good, you're going to be confident in doing that. You're not going to have a problem. A lot of times, you know, a lot of people that have worked in a profession, they've done it so long, they're on autopilot because they do it so well. Amen? You already know what you're doing. You're confident in your abilities to do it. But if you haven't done it or if you have not, if you don't know who you are, you're not going to be confident. You're not going to believe it, that you can do it. A lot of times, you're going to think, I don't know, or you're going to be a little hesitant, or you're not, you know, a little meek. But God has called us to be strong. 
He has called us to be confident. He has called us to rise up and take authority. He has given us all the authority in this world. And so we have to use that to press through our processes. Amen? How many of y'all know we are children of God? He has given us all power and all authority. So we have to stand and we have to walk in that. And if you don't know that, you feel yourself back up with God's word. Who does God say I am? I am victorious. I'm a warrior. It's nothing that the devil can come to me and bring to me that we're not going to overcome. Amen? We are God's children. We are kingdom kids. Amen? And so you have to know that we have the power and authority. It doesn't matter what we're going through. If we're going through health, and, I, and I'm stuck on that right now because we're kind of dealing with some things in our own family, and I'll bring that up later at the end of service. But, you know, I'm, I'm harping on that because God has healed all of our sicknesses and diseases, everything. He has told us by your stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. So you have to believe that. You have to stand on it. A lot of times, and I know health is a very, very tricky thing, especially as you start getting older. But, you know, you have to continue to stand on his promises. Every day that you wake up and you still have breath in your body, there is a purpose and there is a plan for you. I don't care if you are young, a baby, or all the way up as, as an elder. You have a purpose, and God has a plan. And nowadays, with this generation, our elders are needed more than anything. We have so many children that don't have grandparents, that don't even have parents that are in the house. And so when they come into the church, they need that guidance. They need their leadership. And they need us to tell them and to put into them who they are, that confidence. Because later on, when they start going through their own walks of life, their own struggles that we may not know about, because they're taking it to God, but if we're continuously teaching them and building them up and encouraging them and showing them the correct way to do it, then they're going to grow up and to be confident kingdom children as well. Amen? So, yes, take your frustrations to God. Amen? Take your time to listen and respond accordingly. And you have to take a moment to praise and to worship God for what he's done already. How many of you know that true worship is born when you're going through the fire? I said true worship is born when you're going through the fire. If you just take the time to just kind of read through Psalms, I just, I love how when, when you read through Psalms and you hear David, he just pours out his whole heart. I mean, there are times where he's like, oh, God, I am going, I mean, it's like I am in so much distress. I am overwhelmed. I mean, he completely just pours it all out to God. He gives it all to God. Just like God's word says, cast our cares, cast our anxieties on him. I love how he does it. He just pours it all out. And because he knows that God will comfort him. God will give him peace. He was confident in knowing that God would deal with every situation that he brought to him. How many of us are confident? I said, how many of us are confident? Because a lot of times we think we might be confident, but when we come to it, it's like, God, I don't know if I can do this. God, I don't, I don't know. 
I mean, it's just kind of like tonight. When I knew I had to sing and preach, and <laughs> I was like, God, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> but how many of y'all know if God bring you to it, he'll lead you through it. Amen. And um, again, just, just know who you are in God. And stop complaining and start praising. Amen. A lot of times when we're going through things and we're going through these processes, I mean, we would rather complain. <laughs> I mean, it's just so much easier. <laughs> Amen. It is it's so much easier because we're used to it. It's, it's human nature. But we have to change our, our human nature and, and start renewing our minds and, and learn how to take the processes of God the way that he intended us to walk through things, the way that God intended on us to do things, we have to continuously press. Amen. We ought to leave nothing to chance, but prayer, pray about everything, letting our requests be made known unto God. Amen. And so I just want to kind of leave y'all with that tonight. Just to pray about everything, every process that you're going through, knowing that you need to take immediate action. The immediate action is definitely taking your frustrations to God, taking your time to listen and to analyze and to respond accordingly to what God says about your situation. You take that time to just praise and worship him, enter in into exactly what God needs you to do. He said, if you come to me, all those are heavy burden, I will give you rest. And tonight, I just feel like he's just going to give us rest. And tonight, I just want to, you know, invite you all to the altar. If you are having any problems or if you're going in through anything, any processing in your life, any struggles in your life on tonight, whether it's health, whether it's relationships, whether it's, um, it is anxiety or depression or anything like that, just want to invite you to the altar to just worship and praise God, knowing that it is already done, knowing, being confident and knowing that God has already done it for you, that, it is, that you already have the victory. Everything that you already know, a lot of times we have to change our thinking. Everything that, you know, the world has put into us or, you know, things that we've even put into us, we have to let them go and allow God to restore in us his heart and his mind.